0: Hello and welcome to The Coordinate, a Log Horizon podcast, possibly. If you've never listened to us before, I'm Tyler, and uh, we're normally an Attack on Titan podcast, but into Attack on Titan Season 4, Part 3, me and my co-host Bill are just recommending random mangas and animes to watch, trying to look for like a replacement for Attack on Titan once that series ends. And uh, this week I'll be talking about one that Bill told me to watch, uh, Log Horizon. So what is Log Horizon. Log Horizon is an anime based on a manga, based on a light novel, based on a web novel, I guess. I don't think it was like a manga. I think it was just like a, or like a web comic. I think it was just like a story someone was writing on there. But the, now it's like a light novel is like the main thing. And that's been coming out from like, probably like one a year since like 2008 or 9, I think. Up until 2017, 18 when the creator got into some trouble with the Japanese, uh, equivalent of like the IRS, he wasn't paying taxes. Um, so, uh, he got sentenced, uh, well, he, he got charged with a crime that was sentenceable for up to 10 months in jail. Presumably either he's done that or like it's been delayed. Like it's been a few years since he's released like a new novel for whatever reason. Um, Could be because he's continuing to try to avoid paying taxes because I know in the U.S. This is boring. I don't know why I'm talking about this, (laughs) but I I know in the U.S. Like if you owe the IRS money, they have like a certain period of time to collect on it. Like they can garnish your wages for like 10 years or something like that. So if you just don't work for those 10 years, if you've got enough money that you can just survive without working for 10 years, you got to pay those taxes. So maybe he's doing something like that. But I don't know. Presumably there's an anime. uh, The season three of the anime just came out like a year ago. So presumably he made some money from that. So I don't know what this dude's up to. As far as I can tell, the story hasn't finished. Um, As far as the anime, which I'm talking about today, there's three seasons of it. First one came out in like 2012. Uh, Second one came out the following year. I don't know if these dates are right. Um, (laughs) But I do know the third season, there was a huge gap and it came out in 2021. It was supposed to come out sooner, but there was like a delay with the animation studio because of COVID. So that's your complete and total comprehensive background on the anime that no one asked for. So now let's talk about the actual series. What's it about? So um, I watched the first... Bill told me to watch the first three episodes. I read online. It doesn't get good until the like fifth or sixth episode. So I attempted to do that, but I think I only had time to watch like half of the fifth episode. I'm not really sure where I stopped, but basically the series is... Um, there's this uh, MMO that a bunch of people play uh, called... It's not... It's similar to Elder Scrolls. I forgot. It's like Elder... Let me look real quick. I can't find it, but I'm pretty sure it's called Elder Tales. And so we followed three characters primarily. There are um, uh, Shiro, who's like the main guy. He's like a a mage-type class. And, and he is... He's a dude. Uh, then we've got Akatsuki, who is this tiny girl assassin. Um, she's actually, she's she's an adult, that comes up later. And then we've got Shiro's friend, Natsugi, who is like this big jock dude, who's also just an annoying pervert. And instead of spending, you know, 10 minutes talking about how much of a pervy he is, I'm just going to insert some audio from that first episode where he just does not shut up being a perv. There's one specific moment I do want to talk about that I don't remember if I saved a clip of, but um, we'll get to it when we get to it. I'm Nautsku, a guardian. I've got a thing for the ladies, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Two types of men in this world, four eyes. Real men who dig on the lovely lady folk, and gentlemen like you too scared to admit it. I love the ladies, and panties are my TREASURE! Um, So yeah, they get trapped into an MMO and um, it's like there's like a new update of the MMO and when everybody logs in, they're physically there and they don't know why. Everyone tries to log out, but that doesn't work. And then they just like continue on as if like they don't really care. So that's kind of the weird part about this series. It's very similar to another property. Uh, You might be familiar with it, and you've probably been thinking about it. Uh, Just hearing me talk about, like, oh, there's this anime where they get trapped in a video game. That sure sounds familiar. Uh, Yeah, Spy Kids 3D uh, Game Over. It's very similar to that, except for in the Spy Kids version, there's permadeath. You got nine lives, then you're dead after that. In this series, you just, if you die, you just restart at the cathedral. And so, like, there's just, like, not really... I feel like there's not really much like drive for the characters, you know, there there's not going to be that heavier consequences at least inside of the game. You know, what's by kids, you can die 9 times and that's it. You you're you're dead dead. And in this that there's not that. And your villain in uh Log Horizon, as far as I've seen, I'm sure there's like a greater villain, but the first villain we see is just this guy who plays like I forgot what the class it's called, but it's like a monk class. And he's just like, he's a player killer, but like, they're just like killing people, taking their loot. But then the people are still alive. They just respawn. In Spy Kids, you've got, um, what's his name? Uh, he played Khan in Star Trek. That guy's there. Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. You, you've you got the weight of his character. Yeah. You know, everybody knows how great Spy Kids is. Attention. Attention. Ah. The new Spy Kids movie is so exciting. You have to cover your eyes to see it in 3D. 3D. Coming soon to DVD. But no, really, the series I wanted to talk about is it's this is obviously very comparable to Sword Art Online, unless you're a personal Reddit who like if you Google Log Horizon versus Sword Art Online, everybody's like, well, actually, they're not similar at all. Like, yeah, sure, they're both in a video game, but they're completely different beyond that. And I mean, there's some arguments to support that. But you can't not think about Sword Art Online if you've seen that. Which I've seen the first <sighs> two seasons, I think, of Sword Art Online, and then I dropped off. And I hear people mostly say it drops off after, like, I think, the first season. People don't really like it much after that. And I don't know, I thought the second season was fine. But I'm not here to review Sword Art Online. I can tell you some of the differences. Sword Art Online, I'm pretty sure you die, you're dead. You die in the game, you're dead in real life. Also, Sword Art Online, they're like instantly trying to get out of the game. Like that is their goal. Within uh Log Horizon, they don't have that drive. Yeah, they don't have that like drive to get out of the game for whatever. Like they're just kind of I don't know if they, like they were really excited to play it and they're just like, cool, we're here now. That's really neat. There's a part where they like beat a boss and then they stare at like the sunset or sunrise along the horizon and You're like, is that why it's called Log Horizon? Because they, like, logged in and there's a horizon. But they're just like, we're the first people to actually see this. You know, like, people used to come here playing the game to see this. But, like, we're actually, like, seeing it with our eyes. And I'm just like, I got to get out of this video game. That would be me if I was in this case. Like, I don't know if, like, maybe none of these people were happy with their lives. Like, no one just seems to really care to get out of the game. Like, they're all just, like, trying to go about their lives, which is good and bad. Um. (sighs) I don't know. I think that was one of the parts that I found confusing. I'm assuming eventually the villain of the series will be whoever trapped all of these people in the game to some degree. But I don't maybe not. Maybe the like author is not really concerned with that aspect of it. I mean, I'm sure like in Sword Art Online, you probably had people that enjoyed being living inside of the game, you know, like people that didn't have much to look for outside of the game. Like they were already playing it all the time. No offense to people who play MMORPGs RPGs constantly. Like, get it. I don't have time to play video games anymore, which kind of sucks. I used to really like games, and I really like games when I, when I watch Sword Art Online, which I think might be why I like Sword Art Online better. At least I haven't watched it in years. But Yeah, I enjoyed that more than this, and it's probably because I kind of, like, resent watching this, because I'm just like, I would rather be playing a game, but I don't have time to play games anymore since I had a kid, like, two years ago. I did not birth it. My wife did the birthing. So let me talk more about the series. Yeah, I'll just say, I'll go ahead and say I didn't love it. A lot of people on Reddit said it gets better around uh, episode five or six. I don't know. Maybe it does. Like, there was just so much exposition every time... (sighs) there was a fight uh, shiro had to explain in like very 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 detailed um like what class every person in the fight was and like you know you kind of get it like you can tell me they're a monk and i'm like yeah hand to hand like i've I never really played mmos that much but i played a fair bit of D and you know it's similar it carries over um I feel like this show should be for those people that are familiar with the stuff, you know, but I guess it's trying to be accessible to people who aren't familiar with like the different, like the common classes of like MMO, tabletop RPG, something in like a fantasy setting that probably goes away over time because like eventually he will have explained so much that, you know, you can just say like, oh, this person's of this class. And like, you've seen like five of those before. So no need to really explain it except for like probably do. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they don't. But yeah, let's, I guess, start from the beginning. Uh, Shiro is the main character and we get started with him. And uh, when he gets into the game, he like stumbles across the menu screen somehow, Uh, which is the menu screen is kind of cool. It's like a HUD. It's something that only the people like you can only see your menu screen. Like when they show shots of the characters looking at it, uh, you only see it in first person. You won't see it when you're seeing like a third-person view, so like when you're seeing like a group shot of everyone, if someone's accessing their menu, you won't see it then. So I think that's that's a pretty cool idea. Like it's not like you know like a hologram; it's something that they're only seeing inside of their brain. I thought that was neat. Yeah. So he tries to log out. It doesn't work, and then he's just like, okay, whatever. Let me check my friends list. Let's see who's in here. So then he finds his friend. I already forgot his name. The pervy guy. He founds that guy. Do 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 I'm not not Sugo. A guardian. I've got a thing for the ladies, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Um, so he finds Nasugu, and they meet up, and Nasugu's like, man, I haven't played this game in forever. Um, I guess he just, like, logged on to check out the new expansion or whatever. Yeah, then they he's just being a real perv. I can insert a few more pervy lines of him here, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then they run across um, Akatsuki, who is this male assassin, and all of these people are like against joining like a clan or a guild or whatever for some reason because they like the freedom of being able to play whenever they want to and all that but they're like people that played together before so turns out Akatsuki has been pretending to be a guy all this time and like not talking in chat and stuff because like they didn't want to be like you know how gamers can be if there's a girl like they didn't want to be like annoyed by all the players and like Made to feel like they were, like, shitty at the game and all that. But, um, yeah, so they find a potion that makes her look more like her actual self, which this part's interesting because, uh, Shiro, uh, talks about how his in-game character is taller than his real-life self, so, like, he keeps, like, tripping in the first episode or two until he gets used to his body. So it was interesting that he didn't want to make himself look like himself when Akatsuki does, and um the reason I can remember Akatsuki's name is because I just watched Naruto, and there's like a whole group of people called the Akatsuki, and so that's weird. I'm not gonna knock points off of this series for using that name. It probably means something in Japanese, but I don't know. Editor's note: In Japanese, Akatsuki means dawn, daybreak. Pretty dope, I guess. Um, so they run, they meet into Akatsuki, and I like Akatsuki. Her interactions with I forgot his name again, the pervy guy, uh, Nasugu. Uh, her interactions with him are fun like he'll say something pervy and she'll kick him in the face and then she'll be like uh shiro is it okay if i kick uh what's his face the pervy dude in the face and she's already done it and then he's like you gotta ask before you do it like come on that's that's what the pervy guy is like i'm just gonna call him the pervy guy because that's that's as far as he gets as a character Okay, is it all right if I knee Mr. Pervy Pants in his stupid face? Ask before you do it, pipsqueak! Do not call me pipsqueak! Yeah, that happens. And I think it would have been kind of cool if they let Akatsuki stay a guy for a little longer. Maybe she's like not doing as well in the game because she's not in her own body you know like and, and then she gets like her more a body she's more familiar with and then she can like play better like i I think that would be cool uh they could you know explore if they wanted to they could touch on like they very lightly touch on being trans they could like expand that i don't know that they intentionally did that But if they wanted to, I think that would be pretty neat. Did you take that potion to make yourself closer to your real size? Yes. You should have stayed that size in the first place. Uh, that's kind of the point of being in a role-playing game. To be someone else. But being in a man's body in the middle of this mess wasn't helpful at all. Uh, so from there they meet up with... This guild that really wants Shiro to join because Shiro's like apparently like a legendary player like he's been around for like the beginning of the game he's got like this cool griffin mount that no one has and all this he also like gives players advice all the time and that was kind of annoying for him but yeah for some reason he's really against joining this guild and the guild is ran by two women one of which is obsessed with how cute Akatsuki is again she looks like a little girl she's actually like a twenty year old I looked that up online but it also comes up in the episodes I watch because she finds out that Shiro's like like, uh, in school to be an engineer, and she's like, oh, that must mean you're, like, the same age as me, because she's in college as well, and I guess now's a good time to point out, uh, how creepy the pervy guy is, so there's, like, he's, like, he refers to her as a hottie, and then later on, he finds out that she's, like, 20-something, and he's, like, holy hell, you're not, like, a little kid, something like that, and so I'm just, like, oh my god, this guy, like, was referring to someone he thought was, like, 12 or 14 as a hottie, that is... That is, Bill, that, is, I know I made you like read gay porn and yeah, th- this is wrong. And I don't know, the like, anime does things like this all the time. I feel like, and partially it's a cultural thing. I probably shouldn't get into it cause I don't know that much about it, but I do know that the legal age for like things like this, um, in Japan is pretty low for like a developed nation. It's really low. And, I think that's why you get a lot of like things like this in anime when, you know, a young female was like sexualized and it's off-putting, but it's not, it's not a huge focus in this anime and it probably gets even less down the ro- road. But I, I really like Akatsuki. She is a fun character. She's very good at being an assassin. She's my favorite character in this series. And that's saying a lot because a little bit later on down the road, um, we meet a literal cat person and I like cats. <laughs> if you didn't know that, it's it's more talked about on my other podcast, Too Young for This Trek. Uh, we have a segment on there called, Look, There's a Cat. I've Got a Cat, where when there's a cat in the thing we're watching, you tell a story about the cat. not going to do that here, but good, because there's a cat person. So let's talk about where that cat person comes from. So that cat person comes up because uh, this guild has Shiro looking for this little girl who's been like kidnapped or something i don't know if she's like a girl in real life or she's just like a little girl in the game she could be an adult woman or an adult man i don't i don't know how that works in this game so yeah she's been like kidnapped or something and then this cat person saved her and they just need someone to go retrieve her and bring her back to their guild because she's a member of the guild so shiro's group goes and does that which is when the Griffins come up, and that's real cool. The Griffins are cool, and they can fly, and no one else has Griffins, apparently. So they, they go fly to the place, and they run into the cat person. And uh, the little girl's kind of strange. Uh, she picked Maid as her class, or her subclass. So she's just, like, leveling up by cleaning, and she hates it. She's, like, referring to the cat man as, like, her cat husband or something, <laughs> which is, again, strange. I am a maid waiting for my kitty cat husband to come back to me! Mm, Sarah! Ah! I'm back home. Yeah. <gasps> Welcome home, Master Nianto. Mm, thank you, baby. How is was town? And the, the Catman tells her that, you know, she's going to be a good housewife one someday, someday, which is, you know, a little insulting probably, but mm, she's a, a a maid character. I don't know why you would pick that. Um, You have to think there's people in this game. They're like, oh, there's a new expansion. I'm going to try playing a new character. And they just like started a character like they didn't like, like a maid. And they're just like, wow, this is this sucks. Because another third thing to mention is, like, if you did start a new character, you'd be, like, level one, which would probably suck, whereas um, Shiro and all of his friends, they're, like, the max level, which is, like, 90 in the game or something, which is weird, because usually when MMOs come out with, like, an expansion, they come out with, like, a new level cap. In my experience, I've only played RuneScape. (laughs) Tried other MMOs, but can never get into them. So, where were we? So... Uh, the cat person, he's got like a really cool guy voice. I guess he's supposed to be a cool cat. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he's either a monk or an assassin. He's got swords and he's pretty cool and I like him. Then they team up to fight this, uh, player killer and they kill him and, but he's not dead. So he just goes back to the temple and yeah, so that is the episodes I watched and I thought it was pretty boring. Which was a little disappointing. And what makes it boring is this fight scenes are like bogged down with Shiro explaining mechanical details about the MMO world. Or like you know, like how fighting works and just like what everybody's thing is. And he's like a tactician and I don't know, maybe that's your thing. It just wasn't mine. I do like aspects of this series. Uh I thought the world they're in is pretty cool. It seems to be like a f- Fantasy world that overtook like our world because there's like cars overgrown with like vines and like buildings and stuff overgrown with vines, and it looks like that was like ancient stuff in the past. And now we've got like griffins and rat people and cat people and goblins, and at one point there's like badger men or something. I can't remember. There's like these little badger creatures that they're fighting. I thought it was fine, but did not love it. And actually, I've got some, I got something in the ball bag from Bill. Uh, so Bill said. I remembered liking that show, but I watched it like six years ago. Is it any good still? I watched episode one and fell asleep. So, uh, Bill seems to agree with me that it's not the most exciting thing. It is very well animated. Um, they use, you know, it's all like hand-drawn with like a few like special effects, uh, for like, um, magic abilities and water, running water and things like that. But like, it's a really pretty show. I really hate the perv character and yeah, it's just kind of too familiar maybe if i hadn't seen sword art online already i would be into it more because i remember really liking that series um i should revisit it but yeah let's see if we got any other messages uh i think the only other message is from bill uh where bill says for the ball bag If you're going to be stuck in an MMORPG, what class would you most like to be and most be disappointed with if you had changed classes to try it out and realize it sucked balls? And I remember Log Horizon being obsessed with food. Do you like food? Oh, so that's one thing I didn't mention, the food bit. So in the world of Log Horizon, food doesn't have taste and like every liquid tastes like pure water which i assume like you're you're probably thinking like oh pure water that's fine but maybe it's like um what's that called like deionized water which is supposedly gross i think but yeah so the food tasting like nothing probably does suck (laughs) but the weird thing is uh i think it is Salt, sugar, and fruits retain their flavor for whatever reason. I don't know why. The whole, like, food not tasting makes sense to me, because, like, they obviously wouldn't have programmed taste into a video game, because you're, as it's meant to be played, there's gonna, no one's gonna be tasting anything. So, yeah. What was Bill's question about that? I forgot. (laughs) Do you like food? Yeah, I, I like food. And then Bill also said... Do you like the way the ninja girl always stays in character? I don't remember her really always staying in character. I guess he's talking about how she always refers to Shiro as like, my lord or something like that. Man, that's fine. But I don't really love it because like then they have this interaction that's kind of annoying where he keeps calling her like Miss Akatsuki or something like that. And she's like, it's just Akatsuki. And she calls him Lord whatever. And he's like, no, just call me Shiro. And like, they just keep doing it. And I feel like they're going to do it forever. And would you choose to play as a cat? So I guess this is going to go back to your first question about which character I play. So I played a good bit of D&D. And my next character, I was planning on being, uh, the, I forget what the cat folk are in d and I just thought it'd be fun to play as a cat person, but primarily I wanted my cat person to be like a monk, which is counterproductive because I'm about, I'm about to do the thing that I disliked in the series where you explain how the characters work. It's counterproductive because monks get like a bonus to their punches. Like they're automatically stronger. I think you get to use like the next higher up dice. I I can't exactly remember how it works. But as a cat person, you automatically get that. So there's no benefit in me being a monk as a cat person. But I just thought being a cat person monk would be fun. And I was also, um, every other character I've played in D&D, and I feel like most people, their parents are dead or just like, you don't mention them. I was planning on making my like cat person have like parents that are very involved in his life. I just thought that would be like a fun twist. Um, So what class would have made me most disappointed? Oh, God, what is that class called? It's been so long since I've played D&D. Uh, so I think it's a warlock that has Eldritch Blast and that's like basically all they do. I think that character would probably be boring. But another one that could be annoying is being a bard. Uh, depending on what kind of bard you are, bards are fun to play in D&D. I don't know what MMOs have bards and what they can do. But in D&D, you can be like different kinds of bards. You don't just have to be like a singer. You can be like your art style can be like the sword. Or you could be a stand-up comedian. Or a character I always wanted to play in D&D but never got around to uh, was I wanted to make a character that was a bard who's like instrument was uh creating sandwiches that were delicious and like that's how he would give bardic inspiration it would be the sandwich artist uh which is what you are called if you make sandwiches at subway uh so i thought that would be cool so worst i think would be the warlock followed by um like a bard if you had to sing all the time i think that would be annoying and let's see what else is there to talk about uh we had a review bill sent me a review Alright, so yeah, before I tell you what Bill's going to be watching next week, I am going to read a review that we got. And you can leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever else has reviews. And I don't really know where else has reviews. But the one comes from iTunes, and it says, big fan of the show. Uh, Five stars, really loving this podcast. It's not a really wordy or preachy, just a solid show that discusses Attack on Titan. And... Yeah, I think this person has like their full name in here and like the year they were born or the year they graduated high school. So not going to read that. Uh, but we'll just say it came from Ryan. And uh, th- thanks, Ryan. I don't know how I feel about the not being preachy part. I guess that's good. Like, cool. We- we're not preachy. Um, yeah, I-, I don't know what you mean by that, but I appreciate the five stars anyways. And feel free to send us an email if you want to let us know more about the preachiness. Um Yep. Anyways, moving on. So, (laughs) next week, Bill is going to be talking to you about the anime series 86. Which, if you're not familiar with it, and I have not watched any episodes of it, so you might say that I am not familiar with it, but I did read a synopsis on Wikipedia. It seems very similar to the Marley arc of Attack on Titan. And that could be a good or a bad thing. If it's too similar, it could be annoying. But also, that's kind of my favorite part of Attack on Titan, if I'm being honest. Um, So how it seems similar to me is there are these two different civilizations that are at constant war with each other. And uh, one of them has like a subpopulation that they treat real shit, just like the Marlians treat the Eldians. They live in like encampments and stuff like that. And then they force them to fight in their wars. And they're using like mechs. So, you know, Titans and Attack on Titan, the shifters are kind of max, like flush max. Yeah, it seems like it could be very similar. Hopefully that's in a good way and not in a way that just feels like uh, Log Horizon did to me from having seen Sword Art Online. Where, sure, they're not like perfectly one for one, but just it feels like territory you've already tread on. And why go back to the well when you could watch something completely different? Uh, so last thing i'll do is i'm gonna rank this among the other things we watched and bill wants to do this with our friends podcast the best anime shows ever so far but they've got like 30 things on the list and i don't think it does us any good to add to their list when we're trying to figure out what are we going to watch after attack on titan then so i'm going to make us a new list and in our list so far we have jujitsu Jujutsu no kazan right no jujitsu kazan we have dick fight island and log horizon so I am going to put at the top of the list, Jujutsu Uh So far, it's been the best thing we watched, in my opinion. Bill, we could talk about this later if you want to rearrange things. And then next, I would put Dick Fight Island, because while Bill did not love Dick Fight Island, I think it has an interesting premise and it's very different from anything else. So I think it would be more interesting to talk about than Log Horizon, which is kind of familiar. And also Log Horizon seems to have like some production issues. So I'm not sure when we'll get another season. So I don't know if it would be a good fit for our podcast like we might get caught up and then just be like i guess we read the books which we could do i'm not opposed to that but there's also not an ending (laughs) which drives me crazy and they haven't made new books in a couple of years so i would just get worried that we wouldn't get an ending like come on i read the game of thrones books the song of ice and fire we're not getting an ending we got an ending to the series but we're not getting any little books so uh bill let me know if you agree with my list and let's just add to that but I think that's everything for this week. I look forward to Bill's episode about 86. And until then, mm, mm, don't get sucked into a video game.